The following podcast topics are not for minor age listeners. Please take the time to skip to another podcast if your children are present. If you are an adult faint at heart or a victim, please be advised that discussions in this episode contain topics about SA and other conversations that may be triggering. Thank you. Welcome back to The Betrayed. This is Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially all of the listeners on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and that hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? I'm doing well. Welcome to the new year. Yeah, happy 2023, everyone. <laughs> 2023 yeah like nothing but blessings to all of you that are listening and i hope this is a great fulfilling year for everybody yeah absolutely it's been an interesting last year went by pretty quick but uh i think we're ready to jump right back into this year got a few articles for everyone gina sent me this a couple days ago and we completely missed it this was from the beginning of december of last year Sheriff's Office hosting free child predator protection class for Tulsa parents. Tulsa County Sheriff's Office wants to arm parents with the knowledge to keep kids safe on from online predators. Detectives and other experts in the field will host a free class on December 14th to educate parents on human trafficking and tricks predators use to lure children. Officials say they will discuss the current trends with social media apps and how to recognize behavioral changes in children that could be linked to predators grooming. Detective John Wise, who is co-conducting the class, says it's not a matter of if, but when your child will be targeted online. Wise says it's important to create an environment where kids are comfortable talking with their parents. Quote, it's not their fault. It's the bad guy's fault. These guys are master manipulators. This is a war. They are targeting our kids, so it's time to stop being a friend and be a parent because it, it could mean the difference between life and death, close quote. According to the FBI, as many as, many as 500,000 predators pose a threat to kids online every day. Children ages 12 to 15 are the most targeted age group. Only 15% of parents are reportedly aware of what their kids are doing online. Wise says it's important to have continuous conversations about online safety and suggest role-playing similar to how families discuss tornadoes or fire safety. He also reminds parents that most apps requires users to be at least 13 years old. He goes on to say, if you're allowing kids to be on social media apps and they are not 13, that child had to be dishonest. That's not the way to start social media. Parents who attend the class will also get a glimpse into, into investigations by their child predator task unit. Uh, the classes were held on the December on December fourteenth. They had online registration. I just checked right now, right before we record. They don't seem to have any uh, new classes set, but I'm sure that just has to do with it being the first part of the year. I imagine if it went well, we'll hear more stuff about it, and we'll keep checking up on it. Definitely, and it's a free class, right? Yeah, everything I looked on, you just had to uh, pre-register. 
Yeah, that's really cool. It's cool that that's being offered. And I, I don't know if other areas do this, but I mean, the more areas that do this, the better. It's something that's free and the family can learn together, especially for parents that like don't know how to navigate that conversation, you know? Yeah, this might be. The and don't want the schools, right? Yeah. Not wanting the schools to teach them either. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good thing. I think uh, it could be a um, maybe like a somewhat of a healing event for parents and maybe um, even their kids, maybe the police and the community. I don't know. Seems like a good plan. Seems like more people yeah. should do it. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Well, while I was looking at some things to talk about, I found this as well, and it, it caught my eye. Pedophile Palace? Has anybody heard of this? This sounds like some Epstein stuff. When I saw this, I was like, Epstein, like, there's another one. What's going on? And then I read into it, and I just wanted to talk, to talk about it with you guys. Uh, I guess this is taking place in Joliet, Illinois. And Joliet's so-called, you know, pedophile palace faces being closed in 2023. Once the city of Joliet builds a new children's playground in the spring. So I guess this place, it houses weirdos. And it turns out it houses a good amount of them. And then a playground, I guess, is going to be put in. So these people have to find where to go. Um, they obviously don't get a say in the matter. And yeah, they got to find somewhere to go. After seven months... I guess the Joliet Patch broke the news of Cunningham, the neighborhood. Um, as many as like eight are in there. They're convicted. They're definitely, they have a record. And it's probably one of those houses where like people cross the street to go by or something like that. Like, you know, on Watchdog, how you can see all of the dots and you yep. can see the weirdos and where they're at. It's definitely either not a street you want to go on or you cross the street to go by and you keep your head down and you just don't talk to anybody around there. It's, it's probably gives off that vibe. So it's probably not a bad thing that it's not going to be there anyway. According to the Illinois State Police uh, Weirdo Offender Registry, in the meantime, the city of Joliet just tore down a fire damaged house about a block away in the hope of building a neighborhood park on the property with the expectation that New Day apartments would need to move. The registered weirdos out of, I'm not going to dox the street, uh, it says the street. <laughs> In May, I guess the patch reported that five weirdos who have no ties to Juliet were continuing to adjust to their new surroundings. And it docks, why does it keep doxing? I guess they're public anyway. Yeah, because it's already on the public registry for sex offenders. Yeah. So the, I mean, that's why they keep saying it. Probably also to warn people. I mean, it's a tire. It's a, it's a palace full of them. <laughs> right. Are we allowed to say it on here? Yeah. Or you know, I can say the street and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're they're real articles. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't see why. Okay, uh... I just don't want to. Uh... <laughs> I mean, like I said, if, YouTube, email, if, like, YouTube oh, you guys... if YouTube goes after us, we'll, we'll F them, write F them. down. <laughs> I guess this is in Illinois, uh, Joliet, 1000 Cora Street. Uh, just for anybody, if you guys are in that area. It, their presence in the neighborhood was sparking outrage from several political candidates. 
the Chorus Street property is owned by Lake Zurich. It's a company called New Day Apartments. They focus on finding affordable housing for weirdos who have finished serving their prison sentences at the Illinois Department of Corrections. On Thursday, Joliet Patch found that eight convicted weirdos are now listed by the state police as residing on Cora Street, an increase of three from May. One of the weirdos profiled in Joliet's patches in June Brian Angel no longer lives here, according to the registry. Angel has relocated. Meanwhile, four of the other offenders are still listed as living here. And adjusted, there are four new men classified as being weirdos who show a current Juliet address. And you guys can look in this description and look at the article yourself. It literally shows their faces, their full names, and a, a brief description. So you guys can see that for yourselves. Um, people like to put you know, images to what we're talking about. And I'm sorry that we're not showing them to you here. Go check it out if you want. The house demolished playground next. Uh, I guess last fall, the Joliet City Council agreed to purchase a vacant fire damaged house at the corner of the center streets. And officials surmise that the building of a neighborhood park and playground would force the new day to close its weirdo offender apartment because weirdos are prohibited from living within 500 feet of playgrounds in Illinois. Over the past two weeks, the house was demolished uh, by Grossening, a Joliet area company, and the new playground should be in use around June. He said hoping the new park includes playground equipment, not just a pathway with a couple of benches. That makes it more of a playground rather than a flower garden, <laughs> of course. Kids should have somewhere. It, kids are more important. They should have somewhere to go. And weirdos shouldn't be around that. It's Nobody should be like, oh, put the playground somewhere else. Like, no. That's probably a rural area that's close to maybe even, like, things that are accessible. That it just probably fits. And they can find somewhere else to go. <laughs> the heck? It was actually like it said in the article. It was a it was a former house. I think it's on a corner. I think the park is on a corner too. Yeah, I said it's on a corner. Yeah, so yeah. it should be a good spot for the neighborhood. Yeah. So it, I just wanted to talk about this because I think um, it's important to show that communities will do what they want to do at the end of the day. Not everybody sides with the predator, and I think it's good to see that in both of these instances that we talked about today. I think I think it's good to hear stuff like that, and I think we should hear more of that throughout this year. Yeah, and when you go back and read the articles, really read the descriptions of these guys. These eight guys are everything from people who were uh, distributing and downloading CP to one of the guys, he's in his late 50s, I believe. He started his, uh, his crimes in 93 at 33 years old sexually assaulting a one-year-old so i mean it, would you want any of these guys in your neighborhood i wouldn't no way and the playground it's just there needs to be more things for kids to do period so <laughs> that's a big yeah it's another plus you get rid of the weirdos plus. and you get a, mm -hmm. another spot for the kids it's a starting out the year with some decent news I think we're going to cut it there. Uh, until next episode, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, banana cats. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.